to Top Fives, the show of everything. Top Fives, presented by the Sex Effects. I'm Joy Prati. And I'm Sean Day. And folks, uh, we, we have just a wonderful edition of Top Fives for you this evening. Uh, however, there might be some technical difficulties. We'll find out as they occur. There, I, I do believe that me and Sean are experiencing some, some lagagocious, but we're going to try to work around that as best we can. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Top 5. Jonathan, how are you, my friend? <laughs> I like the very formal uh, intro, actually. Did you like that? <laughs> I feel like we're on a very prestigious uh, radio this show. This is right a now. fucking prestigious um, show. I, I'm man. good, man. Yeah, despite the the um, lag. Yeah, <laughs> despite the lag we have, um, I don't know. I'm doing pretty good. It's been kind of uh, the weekend was just pretty um, just pretty laid back, and um, I don't know, man. Just kind of clean my room a little bit, oh. trying to get some uh, getting kind of the. It's like fall already, and I'm not really. I feel like I haven't really. Been in the fall mood. You yet, haven't had so your pumpkin kind of spice latte been, just quite yet. Uh, I bought a pumpkin scented candle Fuck today because yeah. my room needs some extra aura in there. Or whatever. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, man. Other than that, dude, I'm doing pretty chill. I'm uh, just excited to podcast. Excited podcast. Uh, excited to see you this coming weekend. Joey and I were actually. I'm actually coming up to the Bay Area um, to see Joey, and we're actually um, practicing. Um, with my brother and our good friend Andrew Hopkins in our in our old band, um, and we're prepping for a show in um, in December, which is gonna be super crazy. I can't um, fucking wait. I can't wait. Yeah, it's nuts. We were just we were just talking off air about how many songs we've written with that band, uh, Blind Issues slash the Pilots slash the fucking pilots. Um, slash part of the Sex Effects. Uh, <laughs> But um, yeah, super stoked, man! It's it's crazy. Like when you see like how much we've written, and um, you know, it's uh, it's 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 gonna be really exciting to kind of play and, and freaking get back together. And I don't know, man, see what what kind of set list we can come up with. I know, I'm show. very excited to narrow it down and uh, just fucking rock, man. Really, just fucking go. I it's been too it's long. Much, much it, needed, yeah, dude. It's been yeah. too long. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, other than that excitement uh, for next weekend, um, how are you doing? I'm doing all right, man. Um, this is a long, good weekend. Um, uh, speaking of Andrew Hopkins, I saw him on Saturday. We uh, hit up the Noriega Street Fair, the street fair down, right down from my house, um, and just kind of nice. roamed all over the sunset, which was fun. And um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else? What else? Um, cooked and clean and did that kind of stuff yesterday I had my my folks are sort of barbecued um hey so, yeah nice the parades made made bugs yeah bugs. <laughs> so that was fun and then yeah man getting to podcast with you today i do have um well shoot never mind hold on well I, we, i've got some uh some there's three topics i i saw in the news today that i wanted to cover with you. entertainment topics so i've okay. got uh well, let's start you want to start with like the heavy one like crazy yeah, ass I'm one. I'm all ears. All right. Yeah. Did you hear about oh, Jeremy? Kind of <laughs> uh, I saw a like a news article as I was gliding through my feed today, or I don't know where I was at, like Facebook or something. But but you, did you read what? Uh, something about. 
he was trying to like prevent a murder or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. I just said it was Jeremy Ryder um, response from like him talking about killing his wife. Yes. Or something. So uh, I mean, this is all nasty divorce so. custody battle, sh- you know, bullshit playing out in the media, which is unfortunate. But it is fucking wild. It's that um, Jeremy Renner uh, was telling his wife that he was going to kill her, and then he stuck a gun in his mouth said he was going to kill himself and then shot the ceiling while the baby was asleep in the other room. Like fucking Whoa. crazy. And that he was just always like, Whoa, coked really? Out yeah. Holy yeah. shit. That, I just, I, I figured That's that was crazy. Wild enough for us to talk about on the show. Yeah. Oh man. That is crazy. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I obviously I didn't read up on the story, but it's, that is nuts, dude. It's I wild. mean, like this guy is especially coming out of, you know, he, this guy's, you know, I mean, he's got quite a career. You know, he's obviously finished with the, you know, Avengers Endgame. And, like, yeah, I, I'm sure, you know, the that, you know, the, the Hollywood lifestyle and that kind of being a movie star, I'm sure that puts a lot of different stresses on people. And But, like, for that to happen with someone, you know, as close to you like yeah. that, and, um, yeah, that's a little heavy, dude. It's quite heavy. Um, quite fucking heavy, fam. That's pretty crazy, dude. So what what came about of this? Like what what's happening um, right now with that? They they're just the- doing the PR game. Like <clears throat> his people are like, oh, those are completely unfounded oh, things, and she's saying it because she's actually the drug addict, and you know. So who who the fuck knows? I mean, you know. Yeah. Um, doesn't I could totally see Jeremy Renner as a cokehead though? Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's always been something I've never, so, I've always had a um, weird man, feeling about him. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, yeah, this guy's something else. That's, that's crazy, dude. Like, I mean, that's, and that's pretty bad for him, too, especially with, I don't, I'm not, I don't know too much details about his divorce or whatever, but I mean, with his kid, too, I mean, that could be a custody thing, too. You know, that's definitely unsafe to, you know, have the kid in custody if that's going on, you Fucking know? Fucking So I'm sure, sh- yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure it's hurting him a lot. Um, that's, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, it just makes you think about, you know, just like that, you know, someone with such success like that too, you know, it's just like no one's never really in the right mind space. No. You know? So that's heavy, heavy shit. Dude. I yeah. didn't even know that. I, I literally grazed that article and I, um, I, I thought it was like a joke, honestly. Um, and I, obviously I should have read it. Um, I, I can't remember what source it was from, but um, that's crazy, man. Yeah. That's <laughs> That happened. Now I'm going to have to read the article. <laughs> yeah, pretty man. wild stuff. Okay, on, I guess on another note. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, let's, let's, let's pick the beat up. Um, Zoe Kravitz has been cast as Catwoman in Matt Reeves' The Batman. She'll be starring opposite I saw Robert that. Pattinson. What do you think? I saw that. Um, I think that's a you know it's a good choice. I I I, uh, I I really like you know her acting and she's been you know been in a lot of different roles and um, you know I think she's very uh, a good a very good actress and a, and a very ra- well rounded yes. one. Yes, you know I think she's. Um, I didn't get a chance to watch. Um, uh, what's it called? The little bit uh, big little lies. Yeah, it looked just way Is too depressing. She's I was like, I don't, I don't need that. Negativity yeah, in my life. but I know it has quite a following, and I know she's uh, heavily in that uh, in that show. So it's and of course it's uh, set in Monterey and everything. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of down with this. Like, I like it. You know, it's it's gonna be interesting to see her play that role. Um, I think she's got like a I good mean, Catwoman build. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like she could sneak around. Yeah. And, you know, in museums and shit. Yeah, and she could definitely play the kind of. Um, kind of the, you know, kind of playful, but also can be, you know, aggressive. Like, yeah. I feel Catwoman has so many different attributes that can you know, really translate with her acting and stuff. Um, and, yeah, I think it's a good casting. I like that. I, I do like yeah. it. You know, it's it's interesting. To, I don't know how they're going to go about designing and, you know, the look of Catwoman and maybe in her involvement in the in the movie or even in the movies. I don't know if she'll be in, like, the next couple ones. Um, and it's interesting because we've had, like, obviously – just like the Joker character, we've had many renditions of the movie version of Catwoman. So it's, you know, I'm interested to see their take on it um, and see what they can do with that character. So, yeah, good casting, man. I'm um, kind of stoked for that, actually. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, who, who knows how this movie is going to be? But I'm, I'm really, I'm trying to I mean, be positive. I, I hope it's good. Every, everyone says, oh, Matt raises, I, I have no desire to watch any of his previous work, actually. Um, everyone's like, oh, Cloverfield, no desire to watch a found footage movie. I'm sorry. It's just not my thing. And uh, the Planet of the Apes <laughs> movies just do not look... They just look long and, like, kind of self-important. And, like... Uh, and that's not fair because I haven't seen them. I don't know. I'm just saying that's the vibe I get from And I just... I never feel like press and play. So... Yeah, but apparently he's a hell of a filmmaker, it's, and I believe it. And I'm I'm hoping for the absolute best. So, yeah, oh yeah, and it's it's you know quite a bit of pressure to. I mean, you're taking on the next Batman franchise. I mean, that's a big thing um, for you know the Batman as a character and the movies um, for DC and and their kind of direction where they're going to try to go. Um, so I, I don't know. I have faith. I have faith that you know it'll be. You know, good. I, I'm sure there's like as as the movie develops and as more people get cast, and you know, once we kind of see, you know, what Robert Pattinson looks like in the bat suit, and what you know what their approach is to the Batman character yeah. too, like how are they going to go about doing that? You know, it's the last Batman was Ben Affleck, Batfleck, so it's like it was kind of you know an older Batman, more buff, you know, kind of a you know the there's a lot of different influences from different Batman comics from there. So I am I am curious about this new Batman franchise. Um, I'm hoping it's not going to be like which will, they'll probably end up doing it, but they'll probably create another kind of universe with this one. Um, but I'm I'm kind of down with DC just making just like just make your trilogy or whatever, and that's it, man. Or you know, like or the Joker, just just make your one off movie and yeah, let's move on, you know. I'd love to see a um, bunch of one-offs. Like, I'd love to see a Gotham by Gaslight, you know, by by yeah, someone like Guillermo del Toro who will just, like, all right, I made it. Now I, I can go – I don't have to be committed to three fucking films in ten years of my life. Like, yeah, that's a lot. And you and you really take it – you take it as the movie as a whole. Like, you really – you know, you you appreciate that movie as in its entirety and not just a, a strong – of movies, you know, and, and the kind of continuity to, to, to consider and everything. Yeah. But, um, I am, I am stoked about this man. Uh, Catwoman. Yeah. I feel like just like, you know, I don't know if they're going to do the, you know, eventually do the Joker in that, in that trilogy, but, um, I, I feel like Catwoman is, is such a, is such an integral character to like the Batman universe. And, um, you know, they've always had 
Catwoman in the movies. So I just think it's a it's a good move, and you know we'll see if they if uh, Zoe Kravitz can do like you know a, a different kind of rendition of this character, or, or you know have some of the similar attributes of the Catwoman character, but also do her kind of spin on it. So I'm yeah. uh yeah super stoked. Should be good. Um, yeah, super down. Yeah. Um, what was the what was the other so, uh, news item that last you were bit of news thinking about? I don't know if you've heard this. I'm curious to your thoughts. But people, I want it to okay. die. I don't understand why people are still fucking talking about it. But they're still talking about it. I think two weeks on now, so we're gonna talk about it. Um, Martin Scorsese does not think that uh, the yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe is cinema. He thinks they are amusement park rides. You know what? That's he's seventy six. That's his opinion. Um, and frankly, I don't wholly disagree with him on this. Um, plus, he let's not be arrogant. Like he has studied film his entire life. He's the greatest film student that ever lived. I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to what he has to say and not. That's my quick thing. And then he yeah. followed up with those. He doubled down. Basically, he was at a thing and they asked him about it to kind of go into the specifics. And he said something more yeah. along the lines of um, the theaters have become amusement parks, you know, and he's like, there's these these movies have invaded the space. But why does it have to all be that one thing? Like, why can't it be everything? You know, because they don't make the mid budget R rated fucking movies anymore. I mean joker right yeah right? but that's yeah. one and how how long has it been since we had a movie like that so um that's that's my quick little blah that's what's going on shawnee what is your take on all this yeah oh oh you cut out dude okay shawnee one more time you, what is your what is your take on this my friend yeah um, I actually, yeah, I, I remember reading about this and then, um, I, there was like, it's funny again in my YouTube feed, I just got like a whole lot of follow-up videos on it and just like kind of movie, um, reporters and just people, um, YouTube personalities that were kind of, uh, commenting on it. Um, I agree with you, man. I mean, he is one of the, um, you know, one of the most, um, known, um, uh, uh, known filmmakers, um, and you know ha- has such a um, a rich uh, history and, and knowledge of film, and of course he's made some incredible films over the years. Um, so you know I, I would sometimes think of him as like the godfather of of that you know that kind of cinema. Um, but I, I think it's it's interesting. Yeah, it, like I don't I don't I'm on both ends on this one, man. You know it's like I don't yeah. you know, I fully agree with him as far as like yeah the movie industry and um, like going to the movies and the cinema, it's a different time now. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, I, I don't know if people appreciate move, going to theaters as much as they used to back in the day. Um, and yeah, there's a lot of these big budget blockbuster films that are taking over and pretty much taking over all the theaters and, and, you know, taking those spots as the show times and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, yeah, like, you know, his, his, uh, his films and what he's made and also um, films that, you know, he considers under the, you know, kind of the realm of, of cinema, you know, there's, there's not a lot of films like that being made and, and being exposed to larger audiences. Um, you know, there's, I guess something to say about like the beauty of streaming and, you know, now people are 
producing, you know, movies to put on, you know, Netflix and, you know, having those kind of lower budget films being able to connect with multiple, you know, masses of people um, so easily. Um, but it is a different time. And I, I think, you know, his uh, comments, you know, I think are somewhat true as far as just, you know, what he's, uh, what he's experiencing. And then there's the flip side of like, you know, even though the Marvel movies, like they are, so kind of wacky sometimes, you know, there are, there's still films, but you, know, you know, there's still big budget films, you know, with a huge teams behind them and a lot of, um, you know, a lot of people behind and especially creating a story to kind of weaving everything together. So it, I, I have to disagree on the part where it's like, you know, maybe it could be a terminology thing, but I, you know, it's like, these are still films yes, that are yeah. being produced and put together and appreciated by lots of people. And a lot of people come out to go, you know, to go see them. Um, so I don't know. It, it's, I mean, I'm not bashing Scorsese or anything. Cause I, you know, everyone has an opinion on, on things, especially for a filmmaker like that, seeing the change in, of dynamic and the change of the movie industry and how it is now. And, you know, maybe some films that, you know, are lower on the budget side, but you know, are very well made films, um, may not be getting as much light or, um, exposure to, you know, bigger audiences, and I think that's all I think his comments are really about, honestly. It's just like, you know, it's like, hey, you know, there's other films out there that, you know, have such, you know, uh, rich story and, and, and very important characters they can get really connect to. Um, but, you know, on the, on the flip side, I, I disagree. I too. It's like, you know, there's, you know, there's like, you know, Captain America, like, you know, his characters, you know, has grown and you've seen his progression and his relationships with other people and, you know, uh, maybe it's the argument to have just franchises in general and just like universes. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's kind of a lot for people to kind of get into instead of appreciating a movie just for what it is and just a single, you know, film or whatever. I, I could see him kind of commenting on that or at least connecting with that. So, you know what I find interesting though is, you know, for years, years, people have compared the Marvel Cinematic Universe to just a big budget. TV series that plays out in the movies over years instead of like seasons gone yeah. is that argument. Now. <clears throat> like why has, I've never seen anyone use that as a defense of what Scorsese is saying. And it's kind of like, everyone's like, they're welcome films. And it's like two years ago where you got, you know, everyone was saying they're basically just giant TV shows, which they kind of are. Um, I still, you know, have enjoyed most of them and, and there's still movies are still released. And I, I do, I think, like you were saying, it's more of a terminology thing with Scorsese, right? Like he's saying cinema, what he's talking about, I think, is kind of like the personal cinema, like where movies were actual, you know, a director put yeah. his stamp, his blood, his sweat. You don't, you're not allowed to do that, or at least you weren't allowed to do that for most of the Marvel movies. James Gunn and Taika Waititi have done, have yeah. kind of gotten a little bit more, but even there, you can see where the director's vision ends and the producer's it's, begins. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, it's not. It's still umbrellaed under the Disney, the Disney uh, he, camp, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, 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 that's <clears> my take. Is that that's kind of what Scorsese is referring to—the very personal films of like the '70s and his heyday and that kind of shit. Because he still makes movies yeah. from the heart, right? So I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, th I feel like it. It kind of, you know, especially with the media, it kind of gets blown out of proportion. And maybe, yeah, that might be his kind of meaning behind it too. You know, like you know, referring to cinema as those types right. of films. Um, but 
you know, everyone has their opinion. And I mean, this is one of the most sought, you know, one of the most, uh, you know, legit, uh, you know, directors, writers out there. So it's, it's, you know, I, I honestly think, you know, he's, he's got the status there and, you know, I love all his movies. So it's, as long as he didn't do anything like, uh, Jeremy Renner did. (laughs) Bring it all around. uh, I think, I think it, (laughs) That's good. I think it could be a lot worse if, uh, you know, if I found out Scorsese did something like I feel that. You. So, um, but I don't know, man. I mean, you know, we've talked about it. We're kind of both a little burnt out on, on some of the comic book movies. Yeah. And, um, you know, I am, I've been appreciating more kind of movies that are just on, on their own and just kind of doing that. So, um, but again, yeah, it's a different time, man. Like going to the movies is so different now. It's, it's, exp- it's way more expensive. Um, you know, like the, the experience, I still, I still get that movie experience when I get excited to see a movie and go, you know, go into a theater to watch it. And, you know, I think that's, that's all I hope for too, is just, is being able to, to still have the movie theater experience and the environment. And, um, I think that's still, again, a most important thing. And I think something that Scorsese has, um, favored as far as just being able to keep people going to the movies and appreciating, you know, movie theaters and, and that experience. Hell yeah. So. Well, that was good. Cheers. I just can't believe people are still talking about it. I hope uh, by the time this airs, people are like, fuck, old news, guys. I really, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's true, man. <laughs> so, Shawnee, shall we get to the namesake of our show? Shall we get to some top fives? Yeah. Some Would top you like uh, me to go first? Would you like to go first? How do you want to do this? Um... I'll go first. Okay. I don't. I don't have my pile okay. of of lists. I I came up with one today. Um, I was watching my roommate play Grand Theft Auto Ooh. Five, um, and it's kind of funny because she started uh, just like actually going through the whole game and like playing the missions. Because I was like, oh, there's Shit. some really good like missions in this game. There are. Um, but anyways, uh, made me think about um, kind of my favorite like top five like my favorite um, sandbox games like favorite open world games. Ooh. So, uh, Joey, what are your top five open world slash sandbox games? This is great. And they, okay. yeah, you could right. pretty much a game that you can just do anything in, but also have the main missions. All right. I'm going to go, hold on. I'm going to write these down real quick because a bunch just popped into my head. I'm very excited. Uh, there's probably one you're probably going to mention. I, I, I know you're going to mention it and I haven't played it yet, dude. Oh, <laughs> oh, hmm. I know exactly what you're going to... Yeah. Yeah. It's it's hard not to have rock, Rockstar take all of this. Wait, do you count the Arkham yeah, games as sandbox? They, they are the you best. Do. I felt they've nailed... They've nailed the uh, the open world thing, so... Yeah. Um, hmm. Okay, this changes... This changes things, Shawnee. This really does change things. Okay. In that case, oh man, this is tough. This is tough, man. It's hard because there there yeah. are like I was even thinking about. I know we probably have GTA on there. There's like a lot of GTA games, so I'm like, I don't know if I want to pick off the list of those because we've done Rockstar yeah, games. It, this it's too easy to make this Rockstar. all a Rockstar thing. Okay, so this is what I'm going to say. Um, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. That's a good yeah. one. 
Um, I'm going to go the Godfather video game. <laughs> I've never played uh, it. What? Oh, it was a it was a GTA ripoff on like PS2. Um, but it took place in the 40s, like of the era of the very first oh, Godfather. Okay. And you got to build your character and mine looked just like me. And like you rose to the ranks with the mafia. It was fantastic. Um, yeah, like there were a lot of good GTA clones. Like, you know. Um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Number three, I'm going to go Vice City. <clears throat> Excuse me. I can't believe it's not higher on the list. Vice fucking city. Um, Dude, I remember Vice City. Now, this one's going to be the hardest one. I don't know what to put for two, and I don't know what to put for one, but... Number two, I'm going to go Red Dead Redemption. And number one, I'm going to go Arkham City. Ooh. That that was a really difficult, and, like, I don't even know if that's accurate. (laughs) But, uh... Yeah. That's a... I mean... There's a lot of... And especially the open-world genre. mm Mm-hmm. I was about to say the open world genre. There's there's a lot of games now that are are be, you know open world sandbox just because of the freedom to roam and interact in the world and yeah. it kind of move at your own pace and that kind of you know heightens the the kind of uh, experience of playing the game. So um, I'm very curious. Here's I know you're gonna say a bunch. And I'm just gonna go fuck that should have been mine. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I was, so I was watching my roommate play GTA Five, and I gotta say, like, I remember when I first got that game. I think it was on the PlayStation Three, yep. and um, I remember getting giddy like I playing know, it because I know. it's just like this is Grand Theft Auto, like the newest Grand Theft Auto uh, or the latest, and you know, it's it's it still kept the core of the game, but at the same time, it you know, obviously, it looks you know they've you know that looks great. Um, they modeled it after like LA a little bit. So there's like, you know, play, like kind of familiar places. Um, and it's just, it's has, and it had the ability to switch between three characters, which was like kind of a crazy revolutionary. Um, thing to add in the game. Like you're able to play three different characters. And, and then I was uh, remembering like the missions, like when you're in doing missions too, you get to switch between each character and like do different things. So I just thought like that was the great mechanic they added to the game, and I gotta—I don't know—I gotta put it. At a, I don't know, man. It's such a good game. I was like, you could do, pretty much do anything in that game. So <laughs> I might do that as my number one at right the moment. On. Um, and I'll, I'll man, I would like to say Vice City too. I, maybe I'll just keep it one GTA game on this right. list. Um, I'm gonna go number two, uh, man. Number two. Yeah, it's so tough. Dude. I know. This is a hard one. This uh, is a good one. Shoot. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of like the order of it too. I've been, I've been trying to get better at ordering my top fives lately. Um, whew, I don't know. Um, it's not my number two, but maybe number three. I've got Just Cause three, which was actually a free download on the PlayStation oh, Network wonderful. for a little bit. Um, I never really played the other games in the series, but this game was super fun. Um, pretty much you go, uh, around this little Island and that's the kind of open world part of it is like this Island and you blow up these like military, um, checkpoints and bases. And it's, it's pretty much like you blow stuff up 
like it's like that's the game. Like you go around, you like steal vehicles, very similar to GTA, and you just get like rocket launchers and proximity mines, and you just blow these things up. And it's great because they have that like visual thing of like anything that's like red or has like a gas, you know, warning signal on it or whatever, you just blow that stuff up. So it's super satisfying. And, you know, of course it's challenging because each base is different, but that was like the whole open world part of it is the whole island was scattered with these different bases and you would go and you would have to like travel to each one and try to like pretty much uh, take over each base and like, you know, get your territory or whatever. Um, But it was super cool. And um, for a free game, it was, it was pretty dope. And they actually had the, um, they had the, um, I forgot what it's called, like the, the wing suit, like uh, they call it like a um, flying squirrel right, suit right, or whatever. Yeah. So like in, in the game, you can parachute and then you can also like jet past with this like crazy suit and do some like aerial maneuvers. And having that in the game, I was like, man, this is one thing I wish GTA added to their mechanics was like this suit because it was just super cool and just being able to do that. Um, so just cause three, um, man, um, this is tough, dude. I'm trying to think of more games, man. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, number four. I still have my two, two slot open. Uh, number four, I'm going to go with, uh, uh, Metal Gear Solid five. That's the one that should have been fucking mine. Man, I again I've I've probably played maybe one or two games out of the out of the uh Metal Gear series, but this was their first kind of take on the open world model it and it was glorious. Uh it really worked. It really and it looked it was go- amazing, yeah, you're right, dude. It yeah. looked gorgeous. Um I mean the 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 way you're able to play as as Solid Snake and the different again it's a, uh, just like a lot of open world stuff. Um you know, you have like bases and just places you have to go to and i love how you can approach every situation in the game you can either do it stealthy or you can you know go guns blazing um and i I think that's like one other kind of cool mechanic that open world games have is like you have a lot of choices to make and i i think metal gear solid 5 was the perfect kind of game to kind of showcase like where metal gear can go and like the future of that series and also just being able to like blow a stuff up which is always cool and it's it's nice so, being um, able to uh, or be a cool sniper like the stealth is just as well developed as going in because usually games lean more towards the actiony thing yeah right but the stealth is just as good in this game you're, you're right dude you're so right like no matter what what uh which way you go or, or um how you approach something it's like it's everything is is equally as enjoyable and as uh heightening and thrilling i guess uh for the game like there's stuff. stealth missions in grand theft auto um, but it's not a stealth game you know what i mean and metal gear yeah. is one Although that can i must very admit um, I, kn- I when i was watching my roommate sorry to go back to yeah I, I gotta say though the i think um maybe another reason to my number one for gta 5 is and i, I that's what i always loved about the kind of through line that they've always had with their games is Every time you start a mission in GTA, it's super simple. When the, the instructions they give you, they're like, okay, steal this truck or mm-hmm. like do this thing. And then there's the waypoint. Like they, like I think that the mechanics of how they built that into GTA's uh, um, game and like all their games have, it's just so consistent and like so easy for the player to like get, get involved. Um, and I'm trying to remember 
Metal Gear, how the missions went, but I mean, you kind of got. I believe it was pretty straightforward into like Afghanistan or wherever it was. Yeah, uh, and then I remember the weapon drops yes. you can do. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff you can do in that game. So and I never um, killed anyone. I yeah, always. Pro- fucking um knocked him out you know, i actually yeah i, I think I, in the game i probably killed a couple people but <laughs> most of the time i approached everything stealthy yeah so um okay so metal gear solid uh number five i'm gonna go with um man there's just so many i'm probably thinking of more o- open world games like as we oh man uh Open world. What other open world games have I played lately? <laughs> oh, okay. So number, I'll go number yeah. two, Skyrim. Okay, yes. Uh, Elder Scrolls Sky, Skyrim. Um, I reopened my profile the other day and um, had to like play one of the missions. Of course, this is the thing about Skyrim is it's a never ending cycle with Skyrim because you complete a mission and then the same, the you know, the same dude who sent you on the mission gives you another mission. So it just gets added to your list of missions. Um, but I gotta say it is highly, um, entertaining. I, I mean, um, the ability to, you know, choose like, you know, you can choose your character's race and there's like magic, there's, um, weapons, there's, uh, enchanting, like what, you know, you can enchant your weapons, um, there's just a lot of lore in that, in that kind of game. And I think that adds so much to like the, um, the gameplay and, you know, enjoying it. And, um, it's one of the open world games where again, I can like pick up and just kind of like just play it for a little bit. And then, you know, even though there is a laundry list of missions I have to complete, um, it's still a fun game just to kind of pick up and just start playing. And, um, and, I have it for PlayStation 4 right now um, with mods on. So um, I've got, like, every weapon in the Hell game, yeah. <laughs> which is kind of crazy. And, um, yeah, I think I feel like I'm getting through it. Again, it's 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 one of those daunting games where uh, there's just, like, so much in the game. Um, but that's cool. I mean, that, that just shows to, like, the people behind developing the game and the and the value, the replay value of it, like, it's, it's le- legit a world time. you can be in. Yeah. <laughs> I, and uh, yeah, it, again, <laughs> you can, yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So Skyrim, um, for number two. So I got five. I know I'm jumping around a lot. Um, five, man, open world games. What other open world games have I played? This is your um, list, fam. How did you not come prepared? Uh, well, cause you know, like the obvious ones, like I haven't played all of Red Dead Redemption, so I, I feel like I couldn't put it on my list because I haven't fully experienced the game. That's what I like about you, Sean, um, you're a completionist. It's very good. I know. I, I need to be complete. Um, that. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go one that got a lot of hate when it came out. Um, but I just recently played it, um, with all the updates and it's, uh, it's pretty good. Uh, a game called No Man's Sky. Oh um, yes, you were all about. Upon that. release, it was the most hyped up game for that year. I think it was like released in like 2016, and it just did not deliver. Um, it, they did not have. Uh, it was. It's pretty much like a um, a space kind of thriller game, and you can explore like planets and mine and and do all sorts of stuff. And um, in this version of the game now, because um, before they were missing some of those features. Um, they were 
what, what was really cool about the company behind the game is they were able to pretty much make the game pretty much where the game's at right now. Um, the version I have downloaded is what the game should have been. And I think, you know, they, they recognize that that was their bad and their fault, but it's all free content that I'm able to download. And they were able to fully, um, check off all the things that they pretty much promised with the game. So there's like is, co-op mode where you can, this is the difference between you and me. You're like, it's pretty nice of them. You know, they, they delivered a half fucking oh, I mean, game that I paid full price for, yeah. <laughs> but they've given me the rest of the game for free. So that's no man. Fuck that. You should have gotten the whole fucking game when no. they said it, or they should have pushed, pushed the, uh, no. delivery date back. I, I feel the same. I, I feel the same way. I was a little pissed too, man. You should, um, you should always I mean, be angry. Always. That uh, is the way. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if I had to pay again, um, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't give him my money. But <laughs> like, um, it, it is crazy to think that like they turned it around and just like, hey, like we're going to work on all these things that we promised you guys. And and now the game is like fully, it's crazy. You can build like bases. You can co-op mode. So you can, because the the engine of the game, it's like it uh, self-creates planets. And there's like, I don't know what the number was, but a lot of planets that are generated by just an algorithm in the game. And um, the whole thing was like, oh, are you going to eventually meet anyone if you're traveling this like space? And it, they never really put that in the, in the uh, beginning of when they released it. And now you can actually physically see someone um, and like, you know, meet up with people and all that kind of stuff. So, oh, okay. Um, but anyway, yeah, the, as far as the game itself, just like that mechanic of, um, like self-generating planets and being able to discover planets and every, every planet is a different experience for you. Um, it just kind of, it kind of heightens that like experience of like, oh, this is an open, literally an open universe that I can kind of go through and check out. And, you know, I might be the only one who's been to this planet or, you know, it's like these weird experiences you have and, um, I, th- I thought that was like pretty cool about the game. So yeah, that's, that's all I can think of for open world games. I'm sure there's a crap ton. I never played like old Republic, like no, no Star Wars. Don't start going into games. Like, you haven't really played. Good. Jesus. I know there's a lot. There's, there's a, a lot. lot there are a lot. There are a ton. Um, then be a fuck ton. I would probably go. I'd probably go all GTA if I had to, but that was our rockstar list. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, they're just too good at it. They're too good at it. Um, yeah, they they, they nailed they it, man. They're 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 uh, and now I'm excited. I don't know what they're going to do for the next Grand Theft Auto. There are a lot of I, things I, I would really improve with Grand Theft Auto for sure. I really do. Yo, that would be really so cool, sick. dude. Um, shit, man. All right, you ready for a list? Hit me okay, with but it. first a story. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. Story yeah, time. so um, last night, um, you know, I, well, no, let's go back. Let's wind the clocks back a year. Um, I got this candle. Um, it's one of those Chip and Joanna Target candles, so it's in, like, the gray metal cylinder. You know what I'm talking about? And, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, just, just agree. Just agree with me. And um, so this thing has been, like, ready I thought it was going to burn out back in Monterey when I was still living there. And it was, it's still been going. And no matter how long I would have it, like it's at the bottom, Shawnee. And this thing just wasn't going out. And I just figured whenever the candle was done, it just wouldn't burn anymore. Right? 
So I've had this thing. I've been sleeping with it lit. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, Crazy. Just like it'll burn out and then it'll go out. <clears throat> um, so then uh, we're having my folks are over for dinner and uh, the smoke, smoke alarm goes off because I had this candle going all day <laughs> in my room. And uh, I run in and this it had like burned into the bottom of the metal like holder that it's in. And it was smoking from there. So you know how most candles oh, just man. stop burning, right? You know, like this. Oh, no. Yeah. So um, and on instinct, I grabbed the fucking candle, the metal cylinder. And, you know, I felt like uh, that one character in Raiders of the Lost Ark when he grabs the medallion, you know. Ah! Oh, so, yeah, my, uh, my fingerprints are just all burned off on my right hand. Um, oh, my gosh. And it was the worst burn I've ever had. Like, I was still feeling it like hours afterwards. Like it, I, I couldn't, that, I, I just walked around with a that sucks, glass dude. of Jameson and ice to cool just it down. hold on my fingertips. <laughs> you know, I went through a half bottle anyway. Um, <laughs> so that happened. And then tonight, completely oh sober before we started the shows, I'm going to do some of these dishes and my favorite fucking whiskey glass. The one that took care of me last night slipped out of my hand and I, gashed my hand open and so i'm just i'm thinking that i might not have a long time to live and um so that brings me to my list shawnee what are on your what what are the top five things that will make your bucket list what are the top five things on your bucket oh man um i was just weirdly enough i was just thinking about this the other day um Um, I really, I, I've lived in Los Angeles for a couple of years now and I have yet to see a show at the Hollywood bowl. One of the most historic, um, Ooh. venues in Los Angeles, the Beatles have played there. I mean, tons of bands have played through there and it's such, such an iconic, uh, venue, especially for this area. So, um, that's probably one of my number one. And I feel like I'm going to knock that out obviously, you know, in the next couple of years, cause uh, I'm sure I'll find a show to go to and, they do a lot of those like um, orchestral, um, you know, kind of performances there where they put like the movie, like they have like John yeah, Williams, yeah, absolutely. And they put like some of his films up there. That's very cool. So, um, so yeah, I think that's one of my bucket lists. Um, this might be generic to say, but I want to go skydiving. Really? Um, You're yeah, wild. I kind of want to do it. And I, wild. I just saw, um, I just saw. I'm sure you saw it. Um, Katie's boyfriend, my cousin yes. Katie, her boyfriend Henry, just for his birthday, I think, went skydiving, and uh, it's crazy. I want to, yeah, I want to do it with the whole video and everything, and like, um, yeah, I'm kind of down. I mean, it's, I am, you know, I'm kind of scared of heights, but you know, if I truly trust that, like, I mean, you have a professional that's like with you, you know, um, so I, I don't know, I'm kind of down I, with it. You're man. fucking done crazy. You're fucking nuts. Sounds exhilarating. so uh yeah that's one bucket list uh let's see here um man i would like to do a uh another euro trip but it's i've had this idea and i've probably mentioned to you before too joey um when my dad was like in his early 20s he did this kind of backpacking euro trip um through the rest of europe and you know, we had a kind of a taste of that, you know, taste of uh, Europe and while we were out there. 
um, you know, hanging out there in, um, you know, a couple months ago. And um, I don't know, I've, I've never really been backpacking before. And um, I like the idea of just, especially how we were feeling in, in like Paris and like, we we're just kind of just doing things just to do it, man. Just like, just to, just to experience it. You know, we didn't have any question about it or anything. Yeah. And, um, I feel like backpacking is kind of the same thing. It's like, you're kind of just on the go and, and willing to explore and, and travel and go to different places and, and, and also just, you know, just live out of your backpack in a, in a way. Um, and, you know, I kind of, I kind of like that idea of just, just going just to explore and, and go to different places and stuff. So my idea is I, I've been wanting to like, you know, obviously talk to my dad and see which places he's visited and if there's any particular locations too, and to possibly go and backpack throughout Europe. So that's definitely a bucket list one. I like that. Um, I like that a lot. Uh, bucket list. Um, those are like some of the more extreme ones. Um, I don't know, dude. Bucket list. I've got two more. You right? do. Two. You do. Uh, I really, uh, I really want to, I know this has another kind of performance thing, but I really want to go to like a music festival, not in the United States. Word. So this could be also, this could also be on the, uh, European, um, travel, uh, thing, but, um, yeah, I, I just think it'd be very interesting, especially for, you know, I, I love going to musical performances and, you know, music's so universal and, and it, it gets a lot of people involved and I'm not a festival kind of guy or festival goer. You know, I don't go to like Coachella every year or anything like that, but, um, Glastonbury has been like one that I, I get, I see a lot. That's very, you know, very big. And there's a lot of big bands that go and, um, it's a huge festival, um, out in, uh, Scotland. I think it's Scotland. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, uh, I think that'd be a really cool experience. And then of course, you know, Maybe going to a concert with like some of my family, or, you know, out there. Um, I don't know. I just think it'd be it'd be interesting to to be a, you know witness a musical performance or this kind of weekend of music, um, not in my familiar kind of place. So um, that's that's one. I like it. I like that. And uh, okay, th- this my number five, man. I've been. This is like I don't know when I'll do this in my lifetime, but. Um, I want to I want to learn how to fly a plane. Do you? Like not not like a commercial plane for like an airlines or something, but like I don't know, but like I, a tiny plane that like, can easily crash. Uh, <laughs> I mean it's uh I don't I don't know. Like I I've done those like flight simulator, you know, like those like video games, flight simulators. I've done I've done GTA, stolen a plane and <laughs> flown it all across the map or whatever. But um, I don't know. There's just something about, um, and maybe like I don't know if it has any connection with the skydiving. It's it's something about like flying. You know, like you know. I think we've talked about like you know what could be our favorite like superpowers or something. And like you know, flying. I, f- I feel like it's like one of the most common ones. And I, I you know, being able to fly around and, and see you know um, different areas. Um, you know, and especially when like coming from the. Come from the, um, you know, the plane ride from England, you know, back to the United States and like, you know, seeing just the perspective from up there and like, I don't know, it's just so different. And I don't know, I feel like it would be pretty easy. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> um, but 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I think it, it would be definitely, like, if, if anything, it would be, like, a hobby I would do, like, later on in life or something. You know, like, learn how to fly a plane. Fuck. You know, maybe, you know, take some friends on a ride or something. I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a funny kind of thing. And, you know, I don't know if I can handle that right now. <laughs> but it's a lot, Sean. I'd be interested in, in, in learning about that. You got to talk um, to a so yeah, Josh Cole. He's learned how to fly. See that's cool, um, you know. And he was, you know, he was in the um, the Air Force, yeah. right? So, um, yeah, I, I have I had a co- coworker of mine who was a, um, I think for the reserve, he was a uh, like the sky the jump the guy who jumps out of the planes. Um, and yeah, I remember him telling me he's like he he made his like uh, you have to make so many like s- jumps in order to like be official. And he could like solo jump now, so it's like, oh god, that's so crazy, man. So maybe going back to the skydiving thing, if I like it, and if I end up doing it more often, I would love to do it solo. If if anything, that'd be another fucking tag on the bucket crazy, list. Crazy man, You're crazy. Yeah, and it's some of it's like adrenaline. I've learned so bit, much like, about you tonight. I'm not a I'm not an adrenaline junkie or anything I'm like that, but it just junkie. sounds interesting. And like, I don't know, I'd be kind of down to get that that that. Rush too, you know. So, um, oh man! Now I thought of another bucket list one. I would love to eventually own and or rent a DeLorean and drive it around. I would love to do that too. That's very fair. Yeah. So um, I I don't know which one that would knock off, but I've been that. That is like one of my biggest like fantasy things. I just want to. I just want to drive around DeLorean and just. And maybe the Back to the Future version of it. I don't know. <laughs> I think um, that will happen. Yeah, that's all I can think of, dude. I like it. I it like will. it. Um, I'm curious to hear yours, man. All right, man. So, um, what do you got for number five? I've been seeing a lot of pictures of basic girls getting hugged by an elephant, and I'm just like, I want to fucking do that. Uh, number five, I want to get hugged by an elephant. I want a, tr- a trunk wrapped around my body, and. Uh, <laughs> I want that so badly. You have no idea. <laughs> I'm dead fucking serious. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> number that sounds fun, dude. Yeah, I think it'd be fucking yeah. fun. Um, we gotta go to an exotic location. Ex- exactly, I'm gonna go to like time. Thailand or something. Um, number four, or yeah, number four. I'd love to. I think live in Europe for. An extended period of time. Um, hey, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, what what part of what part of Europe? I don't know. Like, I want to keep exploring Europe. I'd like to see Italy. I'd like to see you know um, Switzerland. Um, I'd like to see a few more places. But man, did I love Paris! I'd get so fat living yeah. in Paris. Jesus Christ! <laughs> you know all the good food over there. God, it's so good. It's so good. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's a thought. Um, it's not, yeah, nice. Number three, I would love to work in a writer's room on a TV show or something. You know, just a fucking round table. Everyone's shooting ideas and, you know, fighting over the ideas. And I think that'd be a lot of fun. I think that'd be really cool. Um, number two, I would love to be able to write Batman, whether it be the comic book or a movie or... Whatever oh, I want, man. my shot at writing fucking Batman. That's yes, preferably the comics. 
or a graphic novel or something like that. Um, <laughs> like one story. I don't need to write, you know, the main book for two years. I don't need to do that. Yeah, just just, just being one able story to be part arc. of like that. Just yeah, taking that character. Yeah. Um, and then number one, I want to make a feature film. I want to direct a fucking movie. There we go. That's, dude, that's, that's awesome. That's, I like that bucket list. I like dude. your bucket list, dude. There's there's stuff that's like definitely doable, I think, on, on both ends. I think lists. so. I think uh again, maybe going back to our, our little Euro trip, um, just, just being willing to do it and, and to like just act on it, you know what I mean? And um some bucket list stuff is like you know some it comes with opportunities or whatever exactly some of it's um you know just kind of taking the initiative and and doing it so um i've got a feeling i might do the skydiving thing pretty sometime soon so maybe well you have fun i'll wave to you from the bottom <laughs> yeah my luck you'd land on me and kill me um. <laughs> i don't want that to happen <laughs> But uh, well, yeah, man, yeah. I, I like that list. I like yours. I, it's so funny. You're like, I was just thinking about like death, just stuff that not, not that, but <laughs> I was just thinking about stuff like, oh my God, like, you know, especially like this year, it's just been just new experiences and stuff. So um, I was just thinking like, oh, what, you know, what's some other stuff I want to want to do, you know, like that I haven't really done, or maybe that might be out of my comfort zone. So um, I've, that's yeah, awesome. I like the topic, dude. It makes you think a little bit. It does. It makes you think a little bit. So you know. So I don't know. <laughs> you know, Shawnee. Do you have anything you'd yes. like to share with our dear, sweet, lovely, imaginary audience this week? Um. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I've been listening to a lot of music lately. You don't uh, say. I. Yeah, I think I mentioned. I don't know if I mentioned on the last show, but. Uh, yeah, listen to new like Blink One Two's new record, um, which uh, actually I've enjoyed listening to it. Like it's again, it's it's not it's a different lineup, so I still consider this not very you know it's not like the original Blink or whatever. But um, I don't know, man. I'm I'm glad they're still going, and like you know, it just seems like especially uh, Mark and and Travis, they seem like still very genuine kind of guys in the in the music industry and they still love what they do from yeah. what it looks like so um so i fully support that um there's a band called issues funny enough that released some music and i've been really heavily into them saw them for the first time at warp tour like two or three years ago and then i saw them last year at warp tour at one of the last warp tours and um they're kind of like i don't know how to describe their sound they're kind of like um like a hardcore metal band, but they have pop elements in there because their singer is like, he sounds, he sounds like Michael Jackson, funny enough, or he has that kind of like voice or whatever. Um, high, like a higher register voice, but they, yeah, they're kind of a good, like hybrid of just different genres. And I think they, with their new record that came out, beautiful oblivion, um, which I think came out like last week. Um, yeah, it's a good true test to like their, their sound and just kind of hybriding, you know, all these different genres together. And, um, I don't know. I, I like their music and, you know, I'm, I'm happy they're, you know, they're getting, gaining some popularity and, you know, um, I think they're going on tour this, uh, this, uh, right on. uh, month. So yeah. So some, some music to listen to for you guys. Um, Very good. always like recommending music and, 
Um, it's a huge part of my life, and you know we're going to be gearing up for um, a re- like kind of a little reunion show of Blind Issues, um, which we're gonna. I think we're gonna have to figure out a way to to get the podcast involved somehow. I, I think we're gonna try to have either my you know my brother and Andrew to come on on the show, yeah, um, and maybe. Maybe we could figure out like some way to record like a live performance or something. Oh, I think we can figure that the out. Too. So, um, yeah, stay tuned for that. <laughs> um, Joey, do you have anything to share this y- week? Yeah. For us, for the um, shout out to um, Opinionateds. Uh, they're on Instagram. They're, they just launched a podcast. They do kind of what we do. So um, they're like, can you give us a shout out? So here's a shout out to you, good sir. Um, thanks for reaching out. And also um, yeah. a big shout out to the Three Friends podcast. Um, I had the pleasure of uh, joining them to talk about Joker. Um, and so please be on the lookout for that episode um, and all of their episodes because they're all pretty wonderful. I'm a big fan of the Weekend of Dish that they've started doing. Because um, if you're like me, if you're behind on some of the movies that they're going to discuss and you don't want to get spoiled can't necessarily listen to those episodes but you can listen to the weekend dish so um the three friends check them out three friends yeah check check it son um (laughs) yeah um all right so shawnee where can we find more of your work on the internet this week so uh you guys can find me on twitter and on instagram at shawnee music and also my website shawneemusic.net um, Joey, where can we find your work on the internet? You can check me out on Twitter at Joey Prati and on my website, joeypratiscripts.com. You can check out the show at Top 5 Pod. This T-O-P-F-I-V-E-5 P-O-D on Instagram, on Twitter at gmail.com and on Facebook at Top 5 Podcast. You can also check us out on Apple Music, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So please give us a like, give us a listen, give us a follow, give us your love, and we will give you something super freaking moist in return. Until next week, Jonathan. Woo. I'm Joey Prati. And I'm Sean Day. Thanks. Thanks.